Hey, what's up? This is Jeff from BKJ Mac TV Live. This is the podcast. This is episode 12. And today's episode focuses on Andrew Jackson, the seventh president of the United States. Now, let me tell you something. This guy, considered a war hero in the War of 1812, defeated the British, only losing 15 men. And taking down over 2,000 to 3,000 British soldiers down in the field in New Orleans. But um, this guy was a real jerk. This guy led to the removal of Native Americans from their land in the brutal March of Tears. This guy killed the Bank of the United States, that which sent the nation into a great recession. Now this guy did this guy this president they really did put country first but let's be honest he did some unscrupulous tactics to get it done and uh he basically didn't care how what tolls he was going to step over to get his job done now let me tell you president George Washington didn't like him John Adams didn't like him Thomas Jefferson didn't like him Many of the Virginians didn't like him because they thought this man was a lunatic and that he was going to do certain things that was going to rattle the republic if he one day became president of the United States. In 1824, he ran for president after James Monroe decided not to run for a third term, following in the president of James Madison and others before him. So which this left the landscape wide open. And Andrew Jackson, who could not get the majority, basically um, complained that the election was tainted. Because John Quincy Adams, um, there was no corrupt deal made. But, you know, Henry Clay didn't didn't like Andrew Jackson. So basically he said, I'm going to toss the favor to John Quincy Adams so he could become president of the United States in the House of Representatives. And Andrew Jackson said that it was a corrupt bargain, but there was no corrupt bargain, even though it didn't look good that, you know, John Quincy Adams made Henry Clay his secretary of state, you know, but it was just like, you know, but he ran with that and he created this big scandal in the country for the next four years, which clouded over John Quincy Adams's administration. He cited that the election was corrupt. It was stolen. It was rigged. Um, he did everything in his power to spread uh, misinformation about the election of 1824 to the point where it drove John Quincy Adams mad. And anytime John President Adams wanted to pass like meaningful um, legislation, it was being blocked by these Democrats that were in the um, that were in the pocket of Andrew Jackson. And by the time the uh, 1828 election rolled by, Jackson had created this such big propaganda that the election of 1824 was stolen, that many people came out and voted. And basically, there was no stopping Andrew Jackson. He was able to win office. And with that said, John Quincy Adams didn't want to be near the guy, so he left. Perfectly understood. He just left. He didn't want to be him nearby him and whatnot but the white house was rants was came in people came inside the white house ate the giant cheese they just they uh messed up the furniture 
They trampled over the carpets. It was just a mayhem inside the White House on March 4th, 1829. And it was just it was just wild. They kind of knew what kind of presidency John Quin, um, Andrew Jackson, excuse me, John Quincy Adams was going to bring in. And fast forward later, uh, Donald Trump, who comes in with this populist movement, he has his grip over the Republican Party. And these Republicans everywhere from the minority House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, uh, to uh, many leaders in governors and potential candidates for office, they're all seeking the blessing and the influence of Donald J. Trump. Trump, who basically was defeated by President Joe Biden in 2020 with uh, 84 million to 74 million on popular vote counts and electric cars over 303 to two um, to 230. Basically, it was just like, you know, he ran this election hoax saying that the election was token from him. It was a bar corrupt bargain. They were against him. He did everything in his power to try to overturn the election, which led to January 6th, which was crazy, which was wild. They, a bunch of rednecks um, who had no sense at all, who were just dumb as hell, just came into the White House, came into the House of Representatives, ransacked offices of the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, such disrespect. The history that um, that, that um, House of Representatives, House um, held the history it held the, deli- the, the, the the delicacy of that building that these disgusting low-life protesters came in and and soiled and defaced it was disgusting and it was all led by Donald day Donald J Trump the uh, 45th president of the United States and he didn't care he didn't even send the national guards over and even through all of this, even though, even though he's the first president of the United States, they get impeached twice by the House of Representatives and survived two Senate trials. This guy is still shooting his mouth off. He's still got the crowd behind him. He's still got Republicans coming to him. Look at Sarah Palin coming towards him, begging for his endorsement because she can't get elected on her own right. She's supporting these dumbfounded ideas that the election was stolen the election was tainted corrupt bargain they're all doing this for donald j trump even though he's faced a legal uh an array of legal challenges and troubles across states and cities across the united states especially in new york people and he was his house being raided by the fbi uh, for stealing classified information from the white house republicans still love him these republicans of today still love him and let me tell you something the party of lincoln would be disgusted right now by the mere fact that these republicans these spineless republicans led by kevin mccarthy and others who have no spine whatsoever to stand up to this man to tell him we will not accept your policies your policies look at um lindsey graham from south senator from south carolina He's all over Donald Trump. There was one moment he stood up against him, but he couldn't stand the heckling and the people yelling at him at the airport, calling him a traitor. He couldn't take that. So he automatically quickly switched back allegiance to Donald J. Trump, and now he's getting praised again. They love Donald J. Trump, and his, the people love him. A lot of racist people in the South love Donald J. Trump. 
people in the Midwest love Donald J. Trump. My point is, and why am I talking about this, is because Andrew Jackson had a lot of supporters, a lot of people that were in the ears that obstructed the legislative process of President John Quincy Adams during the middle parts of the late 1820s. And it's happening again. But this time, Joe Biden was able to outmaneuver the Republicans in the in the House, in the Senate, was able to get a lot of his agenda passed today. Earlier yesterday, he signed the um, the Deficit Reduction Act, which which invests heavily into climate change to reduce carbon emission in the United States, uh, bringing um, tax credit for electric car vehicles. Like, everybody, listen to this. Electric car vehicles, 7500 tax credit, $4,000 for a used electric car. That's all coming next year. Um, the on um, reducing the out-of-pocket expense to die for diabetes pills at $35. Amazing subsidies for um, health insurances in the marketplace for um, to keep people enrolled for the next four years. Um, these things have been done. These things have been done by the Joe Biden administration while passing the semiconductor bill which is going to create more semiconductors because right now there's a big massive shortage of semiconductors in the united states and china is making them so we're going to have that in the united states so joe biden was able to get that done even though uh, mitch mcconnell the republican minority leader of the senate threatened to scuttle the bill if they try to revive the build back america bill but guess what joe manchin of west virginia played the game very well and he was able to outmaneuver and outthink the minority leader from Kentucky and was able to get the bill done, get both major bills done and Joe Biden, President Joe Biden signed them into law and they passed a minor version of gun control in the United States. We need bigger access to gun control in the United States because right now too many people are dying. And we need more access to gun restrictions in the United States. Too many bad actors are getting access to guns in this country and it needs to stop. They need better better technology when it comes to road and stuff like that. When it, when it comes to gun purchases in the United States. But it's just scary as hell. But anyway, Joe Biden was able to get that stuff done and block off the resistance of the Trump Republicans. But they're coming in the midterm elections. They're coming. Just like Jackson supporters did in 1828, they're coming. The Trump, the, the Trump um, Republicans and the Jacksonian Democrats, they're aligned together with the same values and the same, they're lockstep. So they're coming and they're making inroads to attack the Republic and making it seem unhonest and only fair to one people and one party only, which is the Donald J. Trump party. Liz Cheney paid for it with her seat. She led the extraordinary effort to try to prevent, try to um, get Trump um, convicted of these crimes. And she lost her seat. And it's pretty sad that she stood up to Donald J. Trump and the people of Wyoming, who she won to see from two years earlier with a 73% polling, came off at 23%. It was sad. It was disgusting. These people in Wyoming should be ashamed of themselves that she stood up to Donald J. Trump and that's how they reward her. 
because they love Trump that much, that badly, that they're willing to jeopardize their principles and their dignity. And it's sad. It's pathetic. Liz Cheney, even though you lost your seat, even though we didn't agree on a lot of things, you did. I'm glad that you fought against this person, this reincarnation of Andrew Jackson in our era today. So thank you, Liz Cheney. I'm sorry that you lost your seat um, in this fight. But in the remaining months ahead, I hope you continue to fight and get this guy um, barred from running for president in 2024. This guy, Donald Trump, is hell-bent on becoming the um, 47th president of the United States, which is wild conception to think about. But overall, those two compare each other very great. Andrew Jackson and Donald J. Trump. They, they align, they're lockstep. Even though Jackson would have made sure, I'll tell you this, would have been a shame of Donald Trump to see the fact that those people came in into the House representing to cause such disgusting damage. Andrew Jackson would not have stood for that. If anything, he would have hung the people by the neck um, to prevent, to send a message for that not to ever happen again especially in the House of Representatives. That's something I give Andrew Jackson for. So they're not totally alike. Andrew Jackson did favor country and institutions, while Donald Trump only favored himself and his business interests. Thank you for listening to episode 12 of this podcast, of this growing podcast. I appreciate y'all as always. Thank you for listening. One, peace. Peace.